0: Hey, it's Chell.
1: And Josh. And welcome Welcome to to the the Unstuck Unstuck Institute. Institute.
0: Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your
1: own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself.
0: Hey, hey, Stuckers. This is Chell coming at you, as always, with my co-host Josh. Say hey. Hey. So this week, we have Lei Wan on our show. She is a motivational speaker and business coach. And in 2004, Lei, who grew up as a Beijing city girl and had no athletic training, set out to climb Mount Everest. Dude, I, I think this was a fantastic interview that was not necessarily centered around business, but it really comes full circle. Back to setting your goals, taking the steps, planning it out that you need to get from point A to your dream, point B.
1: Yeah, this is how you conquer your Everest even if your Everest isn't the actual Mount Everest. <laughs> so I, I think it's a really great interview. So I hope you guys really enjoy it.
0: And welcome to the show, Lei Wan. So we'd like to start out. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in this industry.
2: Well, that would be quite a long story. (laughs) I started as a city girl growing up in Beijing. And like most Chinese kids, all I did was study, study, study. So when I was young, my dream actually was to become a writer, later become a scientist and a doctor. But what happened in the end, now I'm a climber. So I deviated from my education in computer science and finance and got into the mountain climbing because I started a daydream a while ago that I want to climb Everest when I know nothing about mountains at that time. So start there, I learned from scratch, become a climber, then became the first Chinese woman, first Asian woman to climb the Seven Summits and ski to the North Pole and the South Pole. So from there, I became a motivational speaker and a coach. So today, I'm helping business, helping individuals, teams to grow their business, to build an exciting business, have an exciting life, live the dream you want.
1: That is so fascinating. There's so many questions I have from that, from that <laughs> intro. <laughs> Let's start with, uh, you made you made quite the left turn <laughs> from your schooling and stuff in China to, to deciding, and then I just decided I wanted to climb Mount Everest. What crawled into your brain and gave you the idea that, like, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> where, where did that come from? Where did that inspiration strike?
2: Well, at that time, I was working in a corporate in Boston and I watched a few movies about climbing. That inspired me and make me wonder, oh, those people doing that, wonder if I can do something similar even though I'm just a book nerd. I was thinking that'd be really cool if someone like me can go climb Everest. So just a daydream, then I started to do research, taking classes, learning bit by bit, figure out how to get up a highway, how to go to a trailhead. Then how to start running, hiking, then just from there, before I realized I'm on Everest.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, sometimes I watch things on Netflix and I think like, oh, what if I did that? But I don't actually go do them. You did. And that's, that's pretty incredible. You also did the Explorer's Grand Slam, which is the first time I've ever heard about this. Can you tell us what, what all that is? Like what's every step of that?
2: Uh, explorer's grand slam includes climb the seven summits, the highest mountains on each of the seven continents, and ski to the North Pole and the South Pole. So by the time I finished, I think I'm the number four woman in the world, and the first Asian woman to finish that. Yeah. In well, beginning because of my original daydream was to climb Everest, and even though I'm I was daydreaming, I have something. I understand a little bit reality, knowing you don't go from book nerd to Everest climber in one day, so I figured I need to climb something smaller.
1: <laughs> then I figured,
2: then I discovered this Seven summit that Oh, that's a natural tier of climbing. If I just start climbing something small as my goal, of course the smallest one you can set as a goal. It's almost 6,000 meters. That's wow. 18, 19,000 wow. feet. But for me, because I was a book nerd, I have no idea how hard is that. So I just, all right, how about starting from there?
1: <laughs> so Everest was your last mountain.
2: Yeah, because yeah, I know mountain. that would be really hard. I had to do something easy first.
1: Yeah, easy, easy. <laughs> 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 wow. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine. I'm I'm what you call the indoorsy type. <laughs> so, I uh, was a
2: pure indoorsy person. When I moved to Boston at the end of 2003, I was so scared of the New England cold that for the first winter, I didn't even know how to get to Charles River. And you know where I live? I live in Back Bay, three blocks away from the river. But I didn't know wow. how to get there because that's not too far away for me.
1: <laughs> wow, you, you just changed your life like just complete opposites in a whole lot of ways when when did you uh climb everest
2: 2010
1: 2010 wow wow
0: so that was a seven year maybe like a six year build up to it so what was going through your mind during that time like was that still your goal even after climbing all of these other mountains that i'm sure had their own challenges
2: well at beginning i was only daydreaming. I didn't really think I'm going to Everest. My goal was to motivate myself to go to the gym. I said, if I set a high goal, I am thinking if I shoot for the star, I will probably land on some other moon. So I just say, all right, I shoot for Everest. So at least I have an excuse to go to the gym, have an excuse to get on the treadmill after work. So just start from there, then just one step at a time. Gradually, you just feel okay to step out of your door. Felt okay to step into the mountains and uh, felt okay to stand on the rock. And then gradually, you just went far, far, far. Wow. That's wild. Sometimes I have challenges just
0: like getting motivated to start work. So, props for one starting to go to the gym and then having that be your like, end all be all goal and like still now inspiring people with this story. So, that'll motivate me to get up early tomorrow.
1: yeah that that is some follow-through because i could i can easily be motivated to do something tomorrow but to do it the next day the next week the next year that is some follow-through i guess that's kind of what you're here to talk about like we have about an audience of uh budding uh, entrepreneurs solopreneurs freelancers who may or may not be thinking i want to climb everest right now or that's not me (laughs) um how how do you maintain the momentum to uh to do these challenges that you you brought on yourself with your your goals here
2: well the trick here is the goal or your daydream be it in say lose weight or be financially independent or build a business anything in your life is like a daydream like everest the trick is you have be truly excited about it now there's something it's okay, it doesn't matter to me. It's something you're truly excited that's something you really want to do, that you can concretely imagine yourself. Maybe one day, if I get that, what's going to happen will be amazing life, I'll be in amazing shape. I would think I'll be so fit. I think I'll be someone who's healthy. So that's something you're concretely thinking. So any goal, any dream, you have to be really, really concrete. And also you need to have a plan, have a roadmap that is reachable. So when I had this daydream, although at that time I didn't believe I'm going to reach it, but I did make a plan. So I put the names of the seven summits on a spreadsheet and put a year next to it. Even the plan itself sounds like a daydream, but I had a plan. So I said, all mm-hmm. right, I don't really care about six years later, am I going to be on the Everest or not? One year later, I want to be on this mountain. So I set that goal. Just forget about a really long, long, long daydream. Just go focus on each step. So that's the summarize it is you have a goal you're truly excited about. And you also have a plan that you can see, you can reach it, least you can do the first step, then figure out the other step later, then you can be truly excited, then you have to motivate yourself.
0: So, I mean, a year out is still a long time for people, right? So on the day-to-day, what kept you motivated or how do you recommend to stay motivated on the day-to-day? Because... Six years out to Everest is a really long time. Even a year out to the next mountain is a really long time. So, what keeps you focused on the day to day?
2: Yeah, definitely. Like one year sounds like a first step to Everest. It's my first mountain that uh, I'm planning for to do next year, but that's still a giant step. What holds people back is because the first step too big, still sounds unreachable. So, you need to keep on breaking it down. So for me, okay, I need to climb that mountain in a year, so I need to make a commitment to book this trip at least three months in advance. Before I have confidence to book that trip, I should be able to hike this many hours, this distance. In order to be able to hike this distance three months before the trip, I should be able to hike this distance in like six months before or within the next few months i should be able to hike this distance be able to run this much length, longer be able to run this length of time so you just break down the steps keep on breaking it down until it's so small that you can reach it so eventually my first step was i'm gonna join a club and isn't it really hard to motivate myself but i'm joining a club and signing up on this list and other people going to make a schedule. I just need to show up. So just take a very, very baby step. I need to learn how to climb. I don't know how to do that. I'm scared. It's okay. I'm going to sign up a class. My job is just to show up at the class. Then just uh, the step by step, you're going to find the next step.
0: We preach that all the time on our show. So I'm so happy that you were able to break it down because that is the truth for anything that you're doing, not just starting a business, but literally any high goal that you want to achieve. I love that.
1: That's right. We say it all the time: baby steps, people. And and if you break it down small enough and just keep going, you too can be the first Asian woman to to do the whole circuit. Oh wait, no, <laughs> somebody's already done that. It's lay. <laughs> but you can do whatever
2: Everest in your life in your yeah, business. I,
1: you can conquer your Everest. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Um, so, what are there any other tips that you uh, you have for us on on how to maintain that excitement level? Obviously, breaking it down to a, a small enough goal that's in your immediate future that helps build momentum and build enthusiasm. But how do you? Is there anything else you do to to keep the excitement going?
2: Well, definitely. Any big dream, any big goals is really, really hard work. And to rely solely on your own willpower, your own discipline, is really hard. So you need partners, you need a team, you need a coach. Like you, I first thing I said, I joined a club, I signed up a list because I need people. The next, I have a coach to help me get in the shape because on my own, I can read all the books, but I don't want to live that heavy weight. I don't want to run that fast. I don't want to keep on going out every day on this kind of groove, like really hard training. Even the days I'm not happy to do it, I need someone to help me. We don't have to beat ourselves up all the time. Having a team, having a having coach is very, very important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've been there too with different projects where I'm I'm left alone and I kind of peter out and um where I am part of a group or I have a coach or I have some sort of accountability partner in it that keeps me going. So that I didn't think of that earlier, but I would definitely attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any ideas for how to identify if your like your Everest, for instance, is um just like a fun little daydream that you you like to daydream about versus something that like, you know, that deep down you're excited enough to do this, right? Because I think a lot of us get these thoughts for like, in seven years, I'm going to climb Everest or, you know, something equivalent, really big idea. And it sounds very exciting in the moment, but like the next day or the next week, uh, that excitement can go away. And sometimes it's okay. Sometimes that wasn't the project for me. I just I just liked having that little fantasy last week about it. And that's cool. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, we need to break it down in baby steps. We need to have the accountability because this really is a project for me. Like, so do you have a way that you think of to identify, like, no, this is the idea that you want to continue to go after. Like, you are very excited about it. It is who you are deep down. Versus, like, oh, that was a fun little side trip, fantasy, daydream.
2: Definitely, that's a great question because I didn't stumble upon what I'm truly excited until I'm in my thirties. So before that, definitely, I had other dreams. Like I said, when I was young, I wanted to be a writer, then later, scientist, and a doctor. I had many little dreams, but didn't follow through. So the same thing, like in my coaching or in my workshop, I guide people to discover what they're truly excited about. And maybe the first thing we stumble upon is not what you're truly excited about. So we have to keep on doing this exercise. When you stumble upon it, you're going to know it by if you can concretely visualize it. And you can concretely realize a roadmap, a plan that you can follow through. And you are excited about every step you're going to take. Is not something I'm only excited about having a million dollars in my pocket, but I'm not excited about the hard work before that. Then that's not something you're truly excited about. So I was excited about climbing, and I was excited about, oh, if I go to run every day, I can get in this shape. If I go to the gym, I'll be fit, I'll be healthy. I'm excited about every little progress I'm making, and then I'm thrilled to be in the mountain. Then that I'm excited about. But like I have other friends who were on the mountains some mountain with me they said oh I love to be on top of the mountain but I don't want to be out in this bad weather I'd rather have a five star hotel on the mountain I then I'll have no problem go to the mountain top then you're not truly excited about it so right. if your daydream is not something you're truly excited about putting in the effort to make every step that's not a true dream that's Say that's not something you're truly excited about.
1: No, that's, that's a brilliant point. Like I have a lot of friends who are actors and things. And I, I think, uh, all the time, like people who want to become like a movie star, right? It's like, are you just fantasizing about the result? Like I'm a famous rich actor, or are you excited about going to workshops, honing your craft, going to auditions, doing the hustle, doing the networking, all this stuff, because that's the life, Right. And if you're not excited about that, you're not going to get to that Everest thing at the end. Exactly. (laughs) I think that's a brilliant point. Brilliant. Uh, All right, Leia, are you ready for some questions? Sure. Three questions. Question number one. What is your bucket list travel destination now that you've been so many places? What's left on your list? I
2: haven't (laughs) been to New Zealand, so that definitely is on my
1: list. Ah, somebody Very else has cool. mentioned that on our podcast too. That is that is a high ranking bucket list destination. All right, question two: If you could choose, what would be your last meal?
2: That would be really hard. I want to have my last meal at a gorgeous five star Michelin restaurant. Have everything on their menu possibly can fit into my stomach.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> Absolutely, <yes. laughs> no, no one has ever said I want to eat. As much as I possibly can before on this show. So this is great.
2: I'm greedy. I want to dream big, right? Yeah,
1: I think, I think the last person we interviewed or, or recently interviewed uh, was like, I'd be too nervous. Like, I'm going to die soon. <laughs> and now we have somebody going like, everything, everything I could possibly eat. All right. <laughs> Question three. What is your favorite hobby that doesn't make you any money?
2: Climbing. I'll be happy to keep on climbing even though no one going to pay me.
1: That's right. That, That's awesome. that question is a little less obvious for some guests than it was <laughs> for you.
2: <laughs> Thank you. That makes it easy for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it has been a blast having you on the show. Where can our listeners
2: reach out and find you? Uh, people can find me on my website, journeywithlay.com. I offer free coaching for anyone reach out to me from this podcast and also, I have year-long workshops that I would invite you to come along.
0: Awesome. So we will put that in the show notes. And it was a pleasure having you and hearing about your amazing experiences, literally reaching your Everest. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks
1: so much, Lay.
2: Thank you.
0: <laughs> the Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by Chell's Gather Run La Cucina online course. Our lives are busy, and usually a home-cooked meal is the last thing on our minds. With the Gather on the Cucina course, I help busy millennial families to learn to create quick, delicious, and healthy meals without sacrificing family time. Follow the link in the show notes to apply for the course today.
1: The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life, and use the Lifebook system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuckinstitute/lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a
0: recap. One, take baby steps. Walk before you climb.
1: Two. Have a coach, an accountability buddy, or a team.
0: Three, if you're not excited about every step of the daydream, it may not be what you're truly excited
1: about. And that's a wrap on episode 97. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute.
0: Remember to go back to episodes one, two, and three to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, me and Josh. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out help the show a lot. Leave us a five-star written review to be entered in a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorming coaching session with me and Josh. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, unstuck.institute.
1: We'll talk to you next week. We'll be talking about how to set up your very own mastermind in 2021.
2: When you stumble upon it, you're going to know it by if you can concretely visualize it. And you can concretely realize a roadmap, a plan that you can follow through. And you are excited about every step you're going to take.
1: Oh, I had another question and it lost me or I lost it. One of the two.